0: Hello, welcome back to the Leeds Student Radio Women's Hour, the podcast. Today it's me, Megan, and I've got a special guest. <laughs> introduce yourself. I'm Ellie, just here for the day. Yeah, you know, thought you, no one turned up actually, so <laughs> I was just like, Ellie, want, I thought it would be a great part to the show, you know? Yeah, I just ran from Bronnerton and here I am. Yeah, thanks for me in. So today, I think we decided that we're going to discuss friendship, yeah, and more specifically female friendship, but also male
1: friendship too. Yeah. So Ellie, what do you think? Um, I just sort of had this idea because, um, I don't know. I've just realised, I guess, more recently how influential and how great all my female friendships are in my life. I think sometimes I don't think I don't think women take them for granted at all, but I think we don't appreciate how amazing it is just to be able to talk so openly to our, like, girlfriends about literally everything. And especially, I don't know, I think it might be a particular thing you get from living with other people, but, like, other girls, I guess. But just, there's just no boundaries. Everything's just so open. And it just, I don't know, I think maybe also because it's been, I guess we're both in our third year, yeah. Been sort of living with the same kind of people for two or three years now, and I just I guess I've had a bit of a newfound appreciation for all my sort of female friendships recently. I don't know about you. Oh, that's so
0: lovely! Yeah, honestly, like I think when you're not in a relationship or something, you definitely do tend to really love your friendships more, you know, they're like they're more constant, they're more reliable, and I think. Well, how I know my friends are my true friends is you just never feel judgment from them. You know, you can be your true authentic
1: self. Yeah, no, that's so true. I think um, recently I've got into um, a few podcast series and um, over summer I listened to quite a lot and that's just reminded me of um, an episode that I watched. It's called Best Friend Therapy and it's by um, Elizabeth Day and Emma Reed Terrell. And anyway they talk about lots of different topics but they said about friendship that kind of what it is is just always thinking the best of them like kind of benefit of the doubt you never if you present a sort of that you're always gonna see them in the best light and it's almost like when you don't see them in the best light anymore maybe that's kind of there's a problem in the friendship and I think that's it's so nice to, like what you said about not feeling judgment it's just so nice to know that they will just kind of always have your back and you can express maybe some thoughts that you think oh god is that is that bad does that make me a bad person and they'll always kind of give you it's about having a kind of balance of reasoning but also just support at the same time
0: I think the thing about that is just you know sometimes we have like self doubts about ourselves as people or like our work or whatever and I think I find it so reassuring when my friends do reassure me because I'm like these are people who do know me. They're not mm. just saying some empty things like "oh, it'll be okay" or you know "you're not this, you're not that." It it does feel like more
1: genuine. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, what you said about um, your friends knowing you is so true because sometimes I do feel like it's cliche, but I do think that my friends sometimes know me better than I do know myself. Like they all know how I'll react in a situation. Yeah, and I and maybe I'll have this sort of delusional. I don't know quality where I just think that I I I behave in a certain way, but then they just know exactly what I'm gonna do, and that's what I end up doing. It's just yeah. it's just so nice and, and warming to know that these people just understand you so well. Mm-hmm. And I actually think understanding like, as a concept is such a big thing. Like I think that's kind of what we all just want to be. We just sort of want to be understood. Do you know? And I think... Well, it's getting deep. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. It's, I just, I can get quite deep. but, but um, No, but that's what I think, like, like, women are so good at. And with, like, female friendships and stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm being a bit close-minded. Maybe you can get that in, like, a male friendship as well. But I don't know. I just think, from my experience, mainly just the level of understanding you can have you don't even need to communicate sometimes just to feel like your girlfriend just like understands you so well
0: you know like to bring it into this wider discussion like what do you think is the difference between a male like a friendship with a guy and a friendship with a girl because my sister she told me she was she doesn't really have any male friends she's literally got probably one actually good male friend and when i ask her you know is this on purpose or whatever she says that she it's like quite weird she doesn't think that men and women can be friends in a weird way like apart from gay people she's always like oh no they'll always have feelings for you which I'm maybe she just had lots of guy
1: friends who wanted to have sex with her but like <laughs> what do you think about that? No I think um like guys and girls can definitely be friends in a completely platonic way mm-hmm. I think I think it is maybe more complex but then again like I don't know I think Cause a lot some of my friends, like my girlfriends, are le- lesbians as well, and you don't, I, I never get a sense of like, oh, oh yeah, being that straight, i like, do they fancy? Yeah, <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> I'm <It's literally laughs> so quirky. <laughs> um, but no, I know, I think they can definitely be, um, you can definitely have like a completely platonic, really good friendship mm-hmm. between a girl and a guy. I think, to be honest, maybe. I do, I maybe I am a bit more similar to your sister, though, that I don't, to be honest, I don't really have that many friendships with guys. Most of my friendships are girls. And I don't know whether, I don't really know why that is, but I I don't really have much of an inclination to change it. Like, yeah. do you know I don't, mean? it's just, I guess it's just how it's naturally happened. Like I do obviously have guy friends, but most, most of the friendships I have are with girls. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What about you?
0: For me, like it's quite interesting since I've been at uni. Like I do have quite a few guy friends, um, but I've fallen out with one of them, and mm. I don't. I don't want to say it was because they. I think they liked me, but I think that was yeah. kind of a reason. I think that in a way, yeah, there were many other issues too. But I think that did. I think his. If he did have feelings for me, it definitely ruined our friendship. And then I've had another friend who. Um, you know, oh, I'm not actually, I'm not sure how much of my private life I want to disclose. No, I because I, like...
1: can, I, can, cause I can, situations as I'm talking, like situations are coming to my mind. and I'm like, <laughs> I can't say. Like every person I know will be listening to this. <laughs> you know? I'll just say, like in the
0: past, I have been attracted to some of my friends. This has yeah. only happened to me twice. And the interesting thing is. I can't even say it, yeah, it um, is. is that I actually both guys and girls, and one of them was a girl, and mm-hmm. one of them was a guy, so, yeah. you know, that kind of undermines the whole thing about
1: yeah. just yeah. girls and guys. No, I think, I think that it, 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 like, cuts across both, sort of, male and female friendship, I don't mm-hmm. think, yeah, I don't think that's a huge factor, although, I don't know, you do, uh, I don't know if you've ever been on this sort of side of TikTok, but I do see sometimes, <laughs> like lots of um guys saying that there's the idea do you you know right i don't know if you heard this there's like the idea that um there's like your guy best friend is kind of like waiting for you to finally do you know what i'm saying like finally and i I think that's quite damaging but definitely yeah like i don't know how much how i guess we we will never know the answer to that question, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I don't I don't agree with it really.
0: One of my friends told me that um appar this is what she thinks. Apparently all um guys have imagined having sex with their girlfriends. Yeah. And I don't like that one bit.
1: Um, I don't like it.
0: I never I honestly have never thought of my friends in a sexual way. Mm. Uh, that apart from the ones I like, obviously that was a very those were two very rare cases, and you know, I actually, I actually told Ollie this theory, and he was like, "Oh God, no!" Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got quite a lot of girlfriends.
1: Mm. So I think it depends on the guy, but I, I don't know. I think I, I think that's probably true. Really, I, I do, and maybe I'm being cynical, but I think, I think most guys but yeah i think it's, i don't know like i am speculating massively but i do think that most guys will have thought about it even if they discarded it oh straight no. away no i i know it is horrible like that <laughs> i know but i do think it is true but then it, again it is like i don't want to generalize too much at all but i i think that's probably more common than maybe a lot of girls might think
0: but mm. then again
1: if they don't really act on it it's never like is it really a huge problem like can you really help you can't control your your mind goes but then what if you consciously think of it like i it's about actions you know like Mm -hmm. that they do speak louder than thoughts and words cliche (laughs) but if if you're you can think about something if you don't act on it um it's okay.
0: To be fair, I do, I do have a friend who... She had this um, friend in school, and he once told her that he, like, sometimes masturbates to her. Oh. Like, thinking of her. He told her that? Yes. He, like, made oh. her write it down, because she found it on her notes app on her phone. It was. I could literally do a whole episode oh on, on this God. boy, but she's like, a whole notes app and his masturbation habits. And <gasps> one of them was, don't think about this girl while... Oh, so my again. God, was that a, is awful. She had a boyfriend at the time. So he, he also <gasps> said that about her other girlfriend. Honestly, this... Oh, my God. I think, I think this... Do you still know him? I'd never met him. This is my friend's friend. Oh, right, friend, okay. But, um... She's not really in touch with him. Apparently, every now and then he like
1: pops off a stir and then she's having a yeah, little combo. No. But how could you ever look at someone in the eye again after them telling you that?
0: Why would you ever tell someone that? I think, to be fair, she just did say he's a very odd
1: boy, mm. and from the stories I've heard, he does seem like one. So yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's just hard to understand how someone can get to the point where they say something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I do. Just think that on the whole, like boys are way more sexual than girls like that is really i, I think that is uh, and it is i don't know okay i don't I, there's such a generalization but mm-hmm. i think I having spoken to quite a lot of a lot of like my girlfriends and things, i think i think that and like also i guess from my point of view personally as well i think a lot of girls before they are intimate i guess in that way they want to feel quite emotionally connected yeah but and like i would really i think i personally really struggle doing anything sexually with a boy unless i felt like quite a lot of things like safe emotionally connected all yeah. this stuff and i do know that that's not the experience of quite a lot of girls and to be honest i kind of wish i wasn't like that you know yeah and maybe maybe to be honest like maybe i'm still i probably am still on a journey and maybe i will get to a stage when I don't feel like I need to have that so yeah to be fair no I do take that back I think I think it does depend on the individual quite a lot but I guess from just I guess what I've heard people talking about just the language I guess people use different stories different people I think that on the whole men do have the ability to be sexual in a less like emotionally connected kind of way I don't know what you think about that well
0: I think if um what you said was true i don't think it's a biological thing but more social conditioning like there's very much different attitudes between women and sex and men and sex like um you know let's say if i keep on going past masturbation but like if you think about it that way like um i have quite a few female friends who have told me that they've never you know touched themselves but then (sighs) i most of my guy friends have been like Doing yeah, it since they tr- were like twelve, I know. Or isn't that crazy? And I think because there's such a stigma around female masturbation, well. Mm. In general, sex with men is more encouraged than sex with women. Um, and yeah. You know, a guy could have sex with thousands of girls and be a player. If a girl yeah. has sex with a thousand guys, she's seen as a, you know, yeah. slut and stuff. Literally, So, no. so sure, I, I think,
1: think. Yeah, no, carry on,
0: sorry. So I think, like, women kind of repress their sexuality mm. more than men. Like, obviously, some women don't, and some women are very out with their sexuality. They have lots of sex whenever they want. But um, I think that's just because they've broke, broken away from those conditionings yeah. and, you know, don't, don't care about being labelled different yeah. things. But men, they just... When they're raised, you know, they don't have that same shame associated mm. with sex that women do. And I think, you know, if you had two... Well, a girl and a boy who, ra- who were raised outside of all these things, I feel... Obviously, we would never know for sure, yeah. but I do think they probably would have similar sex drives and stuff. Yeah, no, you're
1: actually so right. I think we do we don't really appreciate how much social social conditioning can impact things like that. And yeah. and like I think that'd be such an interesting I guess like experiment that we yeah, we could never really conduct about it. Yeah, I don't know how we would do that. That's so weird, but um, but no, I think that's so true. And yeah, there is so much shame and just yeah, so much shame associated with female sexuality mm-hmm. and it takes it does take such a long time for that, the kind of baggage and that sort of repression to go. And yeah. it is such a subconscious thing. Like, like, definitely. And I, I think, I think so many women have been through the same sort of journey where they like, they don't, they don't talk about it. Like, am I normal? Mm-hmm. I th- and just all this stuff. And then it's just phases and then more phases. And then finally, I I guess you can hope to get to a point where you don't feel, you don't feel as repressed anymore. In a sexual way. I don't, I feel like, I think probably most of us are still on that sort of path, I guess.
0: Definitely. We, you know, we're just so young and everything. Yeah. Some people just have very um, misogynistic attitudes towards Mm. females, sex, and stuff. Yeah,
1: definitely. And
0: yeah, I think some people have longer ways to go than others,
1: but Mm. it's
0: all the journey. Yeah.
1: And I also think it must depend quite a lot on sort of like your upbringing and, yeah. And I think maybe on, um like sort of i guess like i don't know if your if your mum spoke to you a lot about that kind of stuff or whether it was really mm-hmm. not very or if you've had an older sister or not i think because yeah. i i am the older sister and i've got a younger sister and i've kind of because i've been somebody for her just in general things
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you can kind of it's almost i almost feel like we've grown up at the same time so but she's just two or three years younger than me, but we go through, like, the same life experience and yeah. mature in the same way, because, like, it's almost like I'll do... I'll, I will have an experience, and then she'll be, sort of, there, and I'll, and I'll help her, mm-hmm. sort of... It's more of a guidance, whereas, like, for me, because I think a lot of older sisters will relate to this, they don't really have as much... It's, it's very much you're, kind of, out on your own, and... yeah especially if you don't really talk that much with your mum about things like that i don't know mm. Are you do you have siblings
0: yeah i'm the younger sister actually oh, right. so like my sister was more like the pioneer yeah the no. you know, first boyfriends and all yeah. that stuff but she's only 20 months older than me so it's not yeah. that much but she's just a very relationshipy person yeah I'm not so yeah. and it's really interesting that we both have these attitudes because um you know, we're raised the same way, yeah. obviously, but we have very different attitudes when it comes towards sex and relationships mm. and stuff. You know, she's more like a, oh, I need an emotional connection yeah. type person, and I'm more just kind of go with the flow.
1: Yeah, type. I guess maybe I'm like your older sister, then a bit more. I feel, mm. I don't know. I think, I don't know if that, if there is something in that. Like, do you, do you think that that is like maybe more of an older sister thing or not, I don't know. I I think there's there are sometimes like when I see I do again, going back to take I shouldn't maybe I just, I'm exposing myself how much time I spend on it. Don't worry. But, you're
0: talking to someone who lives on TikTok Yeah, but then.
1: there are some you know, like you see the um is that the hype older sister younger sister trope and sometimes I like, literally yeah. think this bang on the money like, it's so bang weird on the money. how
0: accurate it is I know I've comments just like I've never had an ex- original experience in my life and I genuinely don't feel no. like, <laughs> actually this is a side note but this is just it blew my mind I want to know if you did it do you ever did you ever wake up on like a really cold day before school you know it's mm. like 6 30 in the morning you're like really tired and like kind of out of it and then you're really cold too because obviously it's freezing and then you're getting ready like in your bathroom and then the hot tap's on and you just put your hands under the yeah. hot tap and just associate for like five yeah. minutes do you yeah. do that too yeah i saw that tiktok and i was like oh my gosh
1: and everyone was saying yeah i used to do that i was like i literally have never, never had a original no. experience no honestly i think it's just so weird actually how there's just so many day-to-day things that you just don't discuss because they feel so mundane and so minor that you just mm-hmm. but then i think that's like the funniest stuff though when it when like you're in a group of people and then you all go oh my god no i do that too yeah. like it's just so don't feel alone yeah it's so funny yeah. but i can't oh my god we have gone on so like, that many times no. <laughs> i don't
0: even know where we were but uh, men sex uh... oh
1: yeah yay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no but i think it is just such a journey and, and like yeah going back to the whole female friendship thing I think mm-hmm. that's the original discussion. The, of, that yeah we I don't know we've gone on to everything um but so many tangents so many connections um but no like I think as I've got older and I, as I get as I've got older and had different friendships and mm-hmm. every like the girls that I'm friends with have all grown up and not even in it's not even like I've been friends with the same group of girls from the age of 11 to now for the last like 10 years obviously you you keep and you lose some friendships but now I feel like I'm at a stage where we all just talk so openly about everything, including sexual things and if yeah. you, and I don't know, I think I'd feel so lost about so much stuff if I didn't talk to it about my friends. I need
0: to talk to my friends about things. If I don't like because when I was younger I used to kind of just bottle my feelings and mm. my thoughts to myself. Yeah. And I I don't know, I'd maybe a bit unhappy. I'm not saying I was miserable, but yeah. like I've realised now that um talking has helped me so much. I found writing a diary so therapeutic yeah. because I'd write down every little thought I'd have and yeah. if I was really upset I'd write that down but now I don't write my in my diary anymore and at first I was thinking like oh that's sad because you know it's quite a good mm. hobby having a diary but that made me realize it's literally just because I don't feel the need to because I yeah. just tell my friends everything yeah literally and that's more therapeutic than me just like writing it down in the book for some reason no I, I
1: completely agree like I I just love how open everything is So like, there's mm-hmm. nothing I'm I'm a very open book anyway and I don't I don't really have much of a filter which has got me into some sticky situations oh in the past. But I don't know, it's like it's good and bad, you know, because I have never really felt like the need to bottle anything up and mm. I've never felt sort of a longing for i don't know to tell people stuff because i just naturally pretty much always have but yeah. then at the same time did you, you need to know when to maybe keep yourself just yourself no we're more. very similar
0: because i <laughs> literally ev- i tell everyone
1: everything no, like me too everything. like this so
0: bad <laughs> yeah. like so yeah. my, my best friends they they want to hear that yeah. stuff you know they enjoy but some of my friends are like i did not need to know
1: that. i know and then sometimes i'm talking to someone who I shouldn't be being as sort of familiar with as as I'm being. Like, I, And there's a moment I look at them and I've just said something and like you can just see this trace of shock <laughs> on their face and I think, oh, I've done it again.
0: I've done it again. Yeah, I, like, I think the worst time for me was at the end of first year or just first year in general because I was just so excited about my life and, you know, like all the new things I was doing and trying. So I wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah. And then I'd start telling that type of stuff to like people i barely knew yeah i know literally the worst thing is i think yeah that's why i'm saying it's like near the end of the year because that's when you start to meet your friends uni friends and so i tell them some really
1: random stuff about my life yeah and they must just think who is this girl no honestly i i'm literally the same i just i I just honestly feel compelled to tell people stuff Mm -hmm. one of my friends like made a joke the other day like She's she's like Ellie. Do you have this sort of quota where every time something happens, you've got a list of people you have to tick up to Honestly, tell? Yeah. And it, it's like that. I don't, I don't think about it on purpose, but I just, I just, yeah, like, oh my gosh! And it's actually so bad that I want to be the one to tell the funny stories that have happened to my other friends. So like, so there's a group of us, and mm. I don't know. One of my friends has told me something really funny that happened, and then. Me and her, we go and hang out with some other people, and then she starts talking about it. I'm like, "Oh my god, guys, guess what happened yeah. to Amy!" Like, and, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I can just tell myself I'm like, no, Amy, I'm the storyteller." Sometimes <laughs> it's
0: so I funny think, I, I think I'm sometimes made myself the storyteller because yeah. my
1: friends do tell me their drama,
0: then when they're sharing it with other people, they are like, I'll be like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Then I'll turn to my friends like, "Oh, sorry, it's your story," same. They're yeah. like, no, you
1: tell it. That's yeah. wrong. Like, oh, no, <laughs> her, I'm, same. Like, Actually, I'm stealing their thunder. <laughs> I just, I know. Same. I'm stealing. The, I, I do. I maybe i'm just a massive attention seeker i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> exposed um no but no i do think is, it is because i just dramatize everything mm. like it's it just but to, to like it applies to everything like i will laugh when it's just not that funny or <laughs> and if it is funny i'll laugh like a ridiculous amount yeah oh i need to tell you this actually oh, this awful. okay so this was to do with me laughing too much but it was one time and I was walking with a, a few other people I was like the three other people into the union mm-hmm. and like the doors that like the main doors that kind of open automatically yeah. and they'd said something that was really funny and I like cackled like a proper a proper cackle which does it is I will admit it's a bit much I cackle a lot don't worry it's a bit much for a stranger to walk in on but there was another <laughs> no but there was another man coming from the other direction and the and we kind of, as I am cackling, we meet by the doors and he looks at me, he stops me dead and he goes, you're scary. <laughs> and he turns around and walks away and I just stop and I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I just literally melt, I just, I just was crushed. I, it just took me by surprise, I was like, who says that? So, you th- I you know, know thinks think like, it, but like to like, so say that to your face. I know. I thought, oh my god, like, maybe I am just terrifying. Oh, anyway. You know, you must have been so terrifying that he needed to let you know. I know Like it was a defence mechanism from him. Oh my god. <laughs> a response. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, I don't even know how I got into that, but yeah, I don't even know how it gone that. I'm me dramatising everything uh, and the storytelling, yeah. I am still thinking, how is this linked to female friendships? I don't know. We're going on such I don't even know. I Do don't even know. I don't even know how I feel about female friendships anymore.
0: Do you <laughs> so know many tangents. Uh, an interesting oh, thing, I think, like,
1: okay, back to TikTok,
0: but yeah. I've seen a TikTok about this person being like, you know, they, I've seen so many about how much they love female friendships and I mm. love female friendships so much. They're so wholesome. Yeah. They're so cute. Guys would never properly experience these things yeah. but then we'll never experience guys' friendships Yeah. like they always say they have the ones where you just literally goof around and yeah. you do stupid stuff and no one really cares about anything no one overthinks or yeah. like deep stuff And I know
1: and like, I, there is yeah I think to be honest I am guilty definitely of sort of underselling or like looking down on guys' friendships with each other just because I personally cannot, and I know that I've spoken to guys about it actually, and they say that that because there is such a, a sort of stigma around, like I guess men's mental health and not being able to talk that much yeah. about stuff. And I do I, I find that so sad, and that's that is my main reason why I I don't think I could. That's what, I, why I guess I, I look down on like male friendships, but yeah. I there is something that must be so nice about just it just everything being I guess more chill and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just like t- yeah just, yeah like you say goofing around a bit more um but no I, but, but no, what I was saying is that some of the guys I've spoken to about this do say that like if they they with their really close mates they can tell when one of them is sort of in need of help and, yeah. and there is a sense that you can talk and you will get the help and stuff I think the thing is, though, that with female friendships is that you're kind of with them the whole way, the whole stage. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's like you're there to listen and properly listen about a bad day just as you are a bad couple of months, you know, and, like, at the bottom, but also just on the days that aren't 100%. I don't know. But I think that both guys and girls are bad at thinking badly about the friendships that you know i think mm. girls think too badly about boy friendships and boys think too badly about girl friendships what yeah. do you think about that
0: oh i i just i don't have enough information to have yeah. opinion, honestly but um I do. I just feel bad for guys never being able to have you know trips to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, like, I know. getting ready for nights out together. Know. You know, like some guys are always like, "Oh no, it must be so annoying for a girl having to wear like makeup and stuff to go out." But I'm like, getting ready is one of my favorite parts of the night. But sometimes, yeah, no,
1: literally. You know, it's so true. I think. I don't know. I think. I think both both are good, but mm. I. Do you know what? It's actually really interesting. On this is that I've spoken to. I guess like recently, i think thinking of two different conversations I have with two different guys, and mm-hmm. whenever you talk, well, whenever I have spoken to a guy about sort of the whole like, oh, what's better, being a boy or a girl, mm-hmm. their response is always, oh my god, I can, oh, i hate to be a girl, but then they list all of the sort of physical things like, oh, you get your periods, yeah, childbirth, all of this stuff, like. And, and then sometimes I'd also bring up the whole girls are just so bitchy and there's so much drama oh, and gosh. <laughs> but um, but with girls the reason why I would never want to be a guy is because I can't imagine not just saying everything all the time and I can't imagine the female like the dynamic being different with my friends than it is do you know what that's I mean? that's very true like, yeah. it's, I, don't, I don't think I would have what I'm I I don't know, but I think I do know that I would not have the depth of sort of emotional connection with so many different friendships as I would if I, if I was a guy, then I would if I was a girl, do you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) We wouldn't be the same people that we are now if we were a different gender, because gender really does like, um, you know bring you up and stuff it shapes yeah. who you are like in our society and obviously like gender is a construct but just again because of social yeah. conditioning like yeah. no, I wouldn't be such a big feminist if it yeah. if I was a man i I probably I would hope I was a feminist if I yeah. was a boy but like I probably wouldn't care as much as I do yeah. now and 100%. like lots of things you probably wouldn't care about and I might not be so e- open to talk mm-hmm. about emotions I think my dad especially he's quite in some ways, he's progressive, but in some ways, he's old-fashioned. You no, know, same. like he kind of has that "boys don't cry" mentality. You mm. know, I never it never affected me because I wasn't a boy, so he didn't. Yeah. he never, you know, made me feel bad about crying. But yeah. I think I could have been quite a toxic, brought up in quite a toxic male environment, yeah. and stuff and
1: yeah, all no, that. no, so I I agree. I think yeah, I think so soci- obviously, again, the whole like social conditioning thing, it does have a big impact, but. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah we would never know what what we'd be like in as a, as boys I don't know but mm-hmm. I think I don't think any people really understand the how deep rooted sort of impacts of living in a patriarchal society are yeah. and it is so annoying hearing I don't know my main my main pet peeve is that sort of boys only really seem to care about the whole um the whole like, damaging effects of masculinity in a res- sort of an argument against feminism do oh, you so nice. it's so so frustrating because yeah. it is literally just like we are fighting for the same thing it's, it's just how it. oh it's so frustrating i read
0: this most the most amazing but i'm sorry if i've already talked about this no, in previous podcasts but it's called the guilty feminist oh uh, but yeah. i think it's the Deborah Frances white yeah. I should know that, but she literally said, and I'm sorry if I've already quoted this, but I just think it's so important, it's like, um, feminism isn't um, men versus women, mm. it's men and women versus the patriarchy. Literally, and, like, oh my
1: god, i got shivers
0: then. <laughs> <I know>. Honestly, <laughs> when I read that, I literally, um, it did, this is what I was thinking the whole time anyway but it's just put into such a simplistic term and if people truly understood that's what feminism is everyone would be for it like it's like what you said about how guys only really care about feminist issues when it's in relation yeah. to men they apparently um people the most time that um international men's day is looked up is on international women's day
1: literally and that I type know. of stuff it's and, it's so annoying and mm-hmm. it's it's just this yeah and how like, obvi- I do genuinely feel very passionately about how bad men's mental health can get mm-hmm. and a lot of that is to do with the whole social conditioning and masculinity as a problem it's
0: the patriarchy I, it who makes them feel the way know. men can obviously not to generalise but in a lot of the cases men are men's own worst enemies it's, know, but no some, exactly
1: it's just a, for some reason they like, direct it onto women like, literally toxic masculinity is just an unintended consequence of the patriarchy and it's Mm -hmm. so damaging it's so damaging i can't even actually makes me a bit emotional to think about a world where men were as emotionally liberated as women are
0: yeah
1: both that's a generalization but i don't know i just and i think they just they just a lot of a lot of time they just don't have the same depth or a kind of i guess like emotional range and Mm -hmm. and and that's, I guess, why as well. Sometimes I'll talk to guys and when I'll tell a, a guy and a girl the same story, the response I get from the girl fills me with so much more, I guess, warmth and satisfaction because it's it's like, it's given, the the expression, the emotion that I'm giving out is, is being given back to me in the response. Yeah. Whereas sometimes the response you can get from a guy is very like, can be, and I know I'm generalising a lot, can be quite, almost surface level in a way it doesn't yeah. really I don't I don't do you kind of know what I mean in a I way I think
0: um, it, it's like Is this just in general when you tell them stuff or is it certain things in particular, like, I don't know, sexual harassment or stuff? Because Mm. I think an interesting part of that is the fact that um, this is not even a gender thing, it's racial, it's class, etc. And the fact that um, it's harder to um, care about something when you can't empathise with it. so true.
1: um,
0: You know, if you tell a guy about... A sexual harassment story mm. let's say they'll probably be like mm. oh i'm sorry to hear that yeah or maybe e- even be like a bit indifferent like oh, okay yeah. sure because they never really like truly they may never been mm. sexually harassed so they don't know yeah. what it's like and it's so much harder to um be on you know let's say with feminist side or anti-racist yeah. anti homophobic if you don't
1: if you can't connect to yeah. it and i think the thing on this which i i kind of I guess I've made this I've made this conclusion in my head I think I think it's relatively valid but I think if you take sort of straight white men as Mm -hmm. an example now they they don't have any kind of social discrimination they kind of Mm -hmm. sit in terms of social constructs and hierarchies across I don't know race, class, gender, sexuality they they sit at the top okay and Mm -hmm. I think that I find, I think I find it easier as a straight white woman mm-hmm. to feel more passionately about um, racism and other social issues because I've experienced some form of discrimination. Yeah. So I think that when you don't experience anything, you it's so difficult for you to truly care about any form of social mm-hmm. um, marginalization and and like I, I know that there are straight white men out there who do genuinely care about it. Yeah. I think unfortunately what I've kind of realised is a lot of them care about things when they happen specifically to women that they care about yeah so it's when something happens to their girlfriend or their sister or their close girlfriend or their Mm. mum they care about those individual circumstances and incidences but as a as a broad issue it's they say that they care and they they know it's wrong actually genuinely caring so like so much about it is mm-hmm. it's hard to see and that is a generalization but i do stand by it
0: <laughs> yeah i think we can all um fall prey to that in general yeah. like there's probably some social issues that i may not care about more yeah, than other people no, but i agree because of the dissociation. but definitely in terms of sexism and stuff men do yeah. just have that disassociation yeah unfortunately i just think obviously they'll never experience women's discrimination personally because yeah. they're not women yeah however like i think yeah even though it's bad that they only connect to that through their yeah. sisters
1: their mothers etc it's the only way that yeah we exactly. will get them to care it's exactly and and yeah i don't i don't say that with kind of any sort of like uh, disdain or anything i think mm. that is that is a consequence of how they've how boys have been raised and Mm. that's just being human you can only really i again a generalization i i think it's hard to really truly care about something unless you've had a direct experience where you can form some kind of relation to that and and yeah that's why i think maybe it's easier for me to care more about some issues because i've experienced the repercussions of others are, but again like I I hold my hands up there are some things that I know that I don't care enough as I should about mm-hmm. um, and there are some uh, yeah and there's a lot of ways that I'm not this the sort of moral icon that I would like to be do you yeah. know but then again, it is it is human error, do you know. Everyone, no one can be yeah, perfect, yeah.
0: you know. We all try to do our best, and yeah. that's all you can really do. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Also, just looking at the time, I heard you wanted to leave around four-ish.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we can... I was talking for another five minutes or was so. That okay. But okay. yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else you really wanted to talk about, or... Well, just so much to talk I about. Know, I know, I literally thing. feel like we could break down everything we spoke about into completely different episodes. Mm. Um. Oh, no, what I did want to say, though, when we brainstormed talking about female friendships which we've talked about in very loose and disconnected terms every now and then one book that i think everyone who is listening should definitely read is um dolly alderton's everything i know about love and Mm -hmm. it's a very popular book so quite a lot of people would have read it already but she kind of um talks about all the sort of the romantic relationships of her 20s but with also other themes going through and a lot about her female friendships and at the end she says um, that the whole thing is, is is wrapped up so nicely she says that everything I know about love well like 99% of it has mm. come from my relationships with women that's
0: lovely and she says that
1: like as a straight woman and so just platonic friendships with women and that's mm. kind of I really I do feel like I resonate with that quite a lot I feel just the way she writes about you can just see it in her writing the way she writes about her friendships and the love that she has for her girlfriends, yeah, it's just so different. Like, even the way she writes about her romantic interests, you she oh, she just writes in such a like just a romantic way about her female friendships, yeah. and it's just so beautiful. And I, I, I love that. I, I would absolutely, I would be so lost and so destroyed if yeah. i if i woke up tomorrow and all my female friendships are just gone do you know
0: yeah like my closest relationships are with well i can't my sister's my friend but like yeah, with so. my best friends yeah and so like and they were all my best friends are actually girls yeah. so like you know, I would be lost without yeah, them. Yeah, literally. And the good th- thing about these friendships is they're just not transactional in any yes. shape or form. Like, you know, literally. we make each other happy. We're there for each other. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, you if they didn't reciprocate it, you would be like, yeah. oh, you're not being a very good friend. But, you
1: know, you I, I can always rely on them not yeah. to. I can always rely on them to be there for me. Definitely. And it's, yeah, it's, it's unconditional. It's mm-hmm. it's And it is about uplifting. That's... Uh, you you're there just to to pick someone up on a bad day to celebrate their success and just like whatever it's almost like whatever form they're kind of presented to you on and it's just like you just try and and be as uplifting and supportive as possible but that's not even that never for me that never feels like a a duty I have to remember to do that it's just natural. natural it's just the sort of flow of of it's just the dynamic and i just love that i think there is like i don't know i don't know how much longer i'll be on canvas for but when i go home <laughs> yeah. like i know that tonight i mean it's a friday night it should be going out but not i'm gonna go home and night my yeah one of my housemates is working and then when when she gets back we're just gonna make cupcakes together That's and watch
0: amazing. a film or
1: watch i'm a slave or something yeah. and and then just chat for hours even though we do the same thing every Mm. night and it's like it's almost like when we leave the house in the morning as well it's like we're a married couple it's like so when when will you be home tonight yeah okay good well you have a good day right okay I'll have um, the right dinner right? ready yeah yeah no. uh, and then it's like oh yeah and then we can bake cupcakes <laughs> it's like well what are we baking okay we've got to go and get the ingredients to go but it's honestly just like a relationship it's mm. so funny but no anyway I think everyone should read that Dolly Oldson book because it's incredible
0: a lot of my female friendships kind of do feel like relationships yeah. but without any sexual nature no literally Literally. And in, like, in some ways, one well, like it's quite obvious it makes it more wholesome. You know, yeah. sex is a great thing, but also has a lot of yeah. power to it. But yeah, like, definitely. you know, it's to be fair. I do think about a lot of my friendships are basically like relationships. Yeah, no, me <laughs> but too. we don't fancy each other. Yeah,
1: no, and I, it's so reassuring because I think that is. I think being at the age that we're at, I don't know, like very early twenties. I'm mm. just gonna. I think it's just so important to really invest in your friendships at this stage in your life because mm-hmm. especially, I mean, it's so sad but you do hear about sort of like romantic relationships collapsing all the time and
0: yeah. for
1: various reasons and and you also just never know like what stage of your life that might happen but your friendship, your friendships will literally be the bedrock of your life yeah. honestly and, and I just don't think enough is said about just truly being just yeah, just truly committing to your friendships with girls and stuff. It's it's like
0: you said, it's so natural. Like what well, I'm I literally had this revelation a while ago and it makes me so happy that um two of my best friends you, you know not play. Um so mm. we've been friends since year seven. Mm. So, like literally best friends oh, since year so seven. Cute. So we'll Marking our ten year anniversary oh, next year and stuff. Wow. And, ten years, oh God, God was getting that's getting serious, nice, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, on New Year's, we spent New Year's Eve together in twenty twenty, and so um, we were we thought it'd be quite a cute idea if we made a time capsule for 2020... 2030, That's it. Twenty like, like, thirty. So far, away, I can't even say it. Wow. Like so, we've written like a little note. I think we left some pictures and some oh, stuff. Oh, that's so cute. And you know, we were like, yeah, one well, because and I just love. The like we never even doubted that we'd still be friends. We'd still be seeing yeah. each other. You know, ten years in the future, yeah. when we'll be. Oh God, we'll be like twenty eight and yeah. stuff. We, you know, we could be married. We could have children. Yeah, but like, and I honestly, I I can genuinely who knows? I don't actually. I'm not going to say I'm going to regret saying this because I'll be looking back and be like, "Oh, she's she was an idiot then." But like, yeah. I I know I'm going to be friends with them yeah. in 2030. Like, yeah.
1: I can say that with such chest. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel so stable. You feel so stable. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's just the beauty of it. I think. Like, I never it? had
0: anxieties going to uni about my friendships falling apart with yeah. my best friends because I just knew. You you
1: just knew. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I I I did sort of contemplate I wouldn't say that I felt as assured as mm. you s- described going to uni sort of with my home friends but because it is a test isn't it it is and I was a bit anxious about it but and there obviously are a few that you do kind of lose contact with that's just sort of natural but yeah like, I know that I've got a, I guess I don't know at least like four friends from school and I just know that we've made it through the last sort of three and one of them I didn't even go to at college with so we've made it through like five years and I know mm. now that we will be in each other's lives for a very, very yeah. long time. I think,
0: you know, with your school friends it really is a massive deal when you're not at school anymore. Like I've Yeah there's some people who are well, my friends at school and not no animosity towards them but just yeah. I like, don't see them anymore. Yeah and there's no falling out, we just lost touch. Yeah. But you know, the ones that you do make the effort to see, you know,
1: you, yeah. you know, those are the people that were your true friends and stuff. Yeah, I know definitely. But no, honestly, that's that's just this is just our serenade to our friends. <laughs> literally, uh, I, I bet they're not in to, no, I need I to do like, all what? my shout outs. <laughs> oh no, I can't. I think I, it'd be quite a sweet way to like. Oh to no, because no, no. do you know what I'll do though? I will spend the rest of the day thinking, oh my god, I didn't say that first. And do you know what I mean? I'll,
0: what about just your
1: best friend? Okay. I'll, no, I'll shout out the girl who i basically said i'm married to which Uh is beth oh um yeah she's my housemate know, well one off, but yeah mm-hmm. she's my wife now
0: <laughs> we're married yeah I'll just give a shout out to my best friends people I have seven best friends but people and people are like That's, you can't have that many but I'm like Can it's Can a very specific
1: choose? number yeah it's not no I know no, no more I must have seven right now I need to get one back in with one <laughs> so it's Una, Flo
0: M, um, Anna, Millie Atifa and my sister Sean. aww I that's love your so guys.
1: Oh, that's very sweet. Okay. I do you have more than one random? <laughs> know. I, I promise. I promise. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to justify it to myself now. <laughs> no, okay. but no, thank you for having me on today. It's been so nice. Maybe we'll have you back soon. Oh, I hope so. A girl can dream. <laughs> so this was um Lee Student
0: Radio's Women's Hour the podcast. Hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye.